From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. This is part four in our series, Dream Again. This week, we're talking about how the two of you can get physical. We've got a quote today from Tom York that said, sex is more than an act of pleasure. It's the ability to feel so close to your spouse, so connected, so comfortable, that it's almost breathtaking to the point that you feel that you can't take it. And at that moment, you are a part of them. I love that quote. And here's why I really love it even because this morning we were talking about being lovers Mm -hmm. and that quote embodies what it means to be lovers. Absolutely. I love it. Absolutely. And you know, we start each and every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug and a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone, someone in the family whose marriage has experienced breakthrough or transformation. Mm -hmm. And this hug comes from an Instagram message that we received that starts off by saying, I just want to say thank you so much. I've been listening to you for about a month or so, but have followed you on Instagram for 18 plus months. Oh, wow. Cool. And if you don't know, you can follow us. You too can follow us on Instagram. Just go over there, go to at one extraordinary marriage. You're going to get daily words of wisdom and a whole lot of fun over there. She goes on to say, I've been married for almost 15 years. We were high school sweethearts and we have six kids under 13. Wow. Okay. We didn't have any marriage role models. And the last five years have been really rough for us dealing with emotional infidelity and pornography. I was at my wits end four months ago. I gave him a 90 day ultimatum, either Mm. work on the marriage or leave. Mm. My husband started to be productive and do something for our marriage. He loves listening to both of you. And I find him reminding me about the new episode. (laughs) I heard episode 183, the impact of pornography on your wife and wanted to say thank you. My husband just didn't understand why I was so upset, angry and hurt, etc. when I found the pornography on his phone. I told him he had to listen so he could understand better. Anyways, thank you. You guys are amazing. Oh, I love it. And truly just honored and blessed to have you part of the one family. Yeah. Jump on over at Instagram. Hey, for those of you who are here, first time listeners, welcome. You got here because either A, you found us somewhere or B, a friend said, hey, come on over and listen. Mm -hmm. Your marriage is going to need it. So thank you to your friend and thank you to you for being here and joining us here today. Absolutely. And and as we start this week's show, I want to remind you, if you have not picked up your dream card, if you've not gotten this guide, don't wait. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash dream card. So many of you have already picked it up and Mm -hmm. we are hearing incredible testimonies of couples who are making the time to work through this together to, to really see like, what are those dreams again? Mm -hmm. Couples are dreaming again and getting on the same page. Yeah. And I was going to say, or right here, or a few days, a handful of days mm-hmm. from the end of the year. This is the perfect time, you know? And, and I'm not saying you have to do it by the end of the year. Get it, though, so that way, even as you begin the new year, you're dreaming. I mean, this this guide is seven pages. I, we, we thought, and I thought it was just going to be this dream card, and, and as I started going through it, I, I was like, no. I'm going to do more for the one family because I want you both to be thinking and we want you both to be thinking about those dreams. So just take a couple of moments. You can do this honestly in less 
than a day, and it can really catapult you and launch you for 2020 and many years to come. So one extraordinary marriage.com slash dream card. And I just want to say, if maybe you're listening to this a little bit later, it's not too late. That's right. It's not too late to start recapturing and recultivating the dreams that you have in your heart. So it doesn't matter where you, where it is in the year when you listen to this, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash dream card and get yours and start doing this because we are in this dream again series. And each week we've been building on this idea of what happens when a couple dreams in specific areas of their marriage? You know, we talked about dreams in regards to your emotional intimacy and your, your recreational intimacy. So, so what you're talking about and have, how you're spending your time. And those are, those are two really big areas. You know, we need, to be, we need to have dreams about what this conversation looks like. I can tell you it's been almost 10 years since Tony and I got behind the microphones. Mm. Gosh, our 10-year anniversary is coming our up. Our 10-year anniversary is coming up. But when we started, the dream was that we would impact one marriage by having this conversation once a week. And that was a dream. That, 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 that honestly was our dream. That was, that was a dream. Here we are almost 10 years later. And there are hundreds of thousands of people around the world that because we said we have a dream something changed. When we said we wanted to dream about our emotional intimacy, we wanted to get into a place where we were having regular conversations. That was a dream that happened. When, when we put out, as we were talking about last week about spending time together, this idea of what does it look like if we dream about how we spend time together? Well, Tony and I took the 20th anniversary trip to Peru. We made walk and talks a priority. And this week, as we're talking, the focus is going to be on being physical together. And yes, when we're talking about being physical, for some of you, that's going to be the activities that you do outside of the bedroom, right? Mm -hmm. Hiking and biking and, and adventure travel and, you know, sailing and, and watching, you know, the, the sunset and all, all of that type of physical activities. But for the majority, when I said, you know, what is, what's your dream around being physical? It had to do with the sexual connection mm -hmm. that the two of you have. And 78% of the one family say that their marriage is not as physical as they expected it to be, as they dreamed it would be. That, mm. That's a pretty significant number. And it's one that I, on all honesty, for the first 10, 11, 12, maybe even 13 years of our marriage, I would have raised my hand and said, yep. And I would have too. I would have had both hands raised. <laughs> not enough to just raise one? No. It, okay. would, have, it would have been one of those like, yeah, yes. Yes. That's us. We're it, in that. What do we do now? Yes, what exactly. Now? And you know, for some of you that don't know our story, Tony and I did have sex before marriage and we actually had other partners mm -hmm. beside each other. And so when we first came together, our relationship was very sexual. Mm -hmm. that, that was, that's part of our the, story. The I don't nature. recommend it. Mm -hmm. I, I like if I, I wish I'd had somebody saying, Hey, you're going to bring a lot of baggage into your relationship. I wish somebody had told me that a long time ago. It's what we tell our own kids about baggage. But that was where we, that's who we were and that's what we had. And that's what we're working with. And so when we first met, sex was like incredible. Like it was crazy. It was good. It was all of these things. And then we get married. And, and even as we're talking about the show, I'm like, and then we got married. And then it just wasn't. Right. And we've heard that happen to so many folks. Like e even if they didn't have sex prior to marriage, mm -hmm. That and, and if they did, same thing. It's sort of like, oh my goodness, we're married, and now it's sort of like, wah wah, what 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 what, what happened? You, you know what happened to that dream of this this sexual connection, this this touching, and this 
feeling and this this romance and and the the foreplay, all of that, right? And the heightened sexual, I mean, just that heightened sexual just tension mm-hmm. that 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 would we would have together. It just didn't come to fruition. It, it, it like died. It died, and, and that happens for like for a lot of couples. There's you know, if you haven't had sex before marriage, there's this dream about what it's going to be like. And then nobody's told you that you're going to have to work to get there. Right. And so you're like, why are we not having amazing sex every day? And you're like, cause you don't, you, you're not like, you've got to figure out each other's bodies. And, and for those of you that have sex and then you're like, okay, well, why aren't we having great sex? Like w- what happened to us? And, and there are all these other obligations. And I will tell you when Tony and I got married, I would have never guessed in a million years that our dream of like sexual, like that just that continuous sexual energy, that sexual tension would dry up. Mm-hmm. I, I was floored. I was, I didn't think we'd ever have any issues with our sex life. I didn't think that there would be a season or a time or, or just a life where our desire would not be matched up. I didn't think I would have to deal with rejection as much as I did in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I truly believe that what we walked into wasn't what was playing out after marriage and that that even in that my own sense of like oh my gosh we're getting married and and we're gonna just be able to do this whenever and however but the rejection was one of my big things for for many years that i never thought would be a part of us because i don't think i ever rejected you prior to not that I'm, mar- not I mean, not that, that I can remember. Of... I mean, I might have said no, but like well, we're I talking 25 years ago yeah, now, babe. I mean, that, that's, that's... So it's sort of hard to remember every single encounter. Ooh, that's like quarter of a century. Yes. Wow, we've been having sex for a long time. All I all I remember back then was the room in the fraternity house. I, I do remember that room that first summer for some reason so vividly, and it was like a twin bed. Oh, my room. Yeah, your room. Yeah. 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 So that's that's really when I think back. But I, you know, I did have a dream of a bigger bed. I'm just saying that <laughs> that dream did come true. Yeah. But I, another dream that I did not have. I, I I never dreamed that sex would become a weapon in our marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it did. There were there were many times where I'd be like, well, you know what, you didn't do this. I'm I'm not having sex, or you're treating me like this, so I'm not having sex with you, or I just don't want to. So you know, tough luck. Mm-hmm. It, it was this weapon that I was wielding. And if you had told me, you know, my 20 something self, you're going to use sex as a weapon in your marriage. I would have been like, you're crazy. And then I did. And that was not a good thing. It, it is not a good thing. Yeah. I never dreamed about like going months without sex mm-hmm. or without you ever even initiating. Those are things that I think as I look at this and I look back, those are two more that I just go, wow, I, I never, I never thought that. And, and I'm, I'm happy that what we've done over these last 12 years has allowed us to, to not be like that. Cause I think we would still be there if we weren't willing to, to take a bold step mm-hmm. to be physical yeah. again, you know, to, to really see ourselves as lovers, mm-hmm. right? Not just, not just a married couple, but what does that intertwining of the sexual intimacy of, of truly being passionate for one another mm-hmm. um, through all these years, I, I think it is truly a blessing to have stepped out, you know, boldly to go, there is more than to use sex as a weapon to, to, you know, to, to reject one another, to, to, to use it in a way that it was never meant to be used. Mm-hmm. 
You know, and just even having this conversation with you, you know, I didn't think that, I, I didn't think that kids, I, I never dreamed that our kids would impact our sex life or that, that the fact that you viewed pornography, I didn't think that was good because I knew about the pornography. I yeah. knew about penthouse letters. I knew about Playboy before we got married, but I never dreamed that those things would have an impact uh, on our, on our connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, over the years, we found that each one of those things did impact our sex life. That the dream that we had for this amazing sexual connection, this dream that we had for, for sexual tension and anticipation, you know, that, that there would be a place where it just wasn't. And it's interesting because as I, as I look at our show notes, and for those of you who don't know, we do have show notes so we can, can look and see what's, what we have here so we can be reminded of, of where we've been. Mm. Um, I look at this and I go, huh, you know, you take one of them and it's just like a little speed bump. Mm -hmm. But I look at all these, I'm like, this is a mound. This is a hill. Like you run your car into this, you're totaling your car. This isn't going over the speed bump in the grocery center, you know, the shopping center. Um, so it's interesting to, to see that and discuss it in such a way that we used sex to, to hurt one another and, and hurt our marriage at times. Because this wasn't the dream. Like all of these things that we just talked about no. and, and shared, this, is, this was all out of our story. And I know it actually matches a lot of your stories because you've shared that with us. Mm -hmm. but, but all of that, that was, that was where we lost the dream for being physical with one another, for what sexual intimacy could look like. And we lost the dream that this would be our, one of the most amazing aspects of our marriage relationship. There was a time, guys, when this was just one more to-do box, when this was one more checkbox, when we, when we weren't in this place of saying, how do, we, how do we make this extraordinary? It was more like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there were times when I would say to Tony, when he would come up and maybe he'd grab my butt or he'd touch my arm or he'd just like lean in for a kiss and I'd be like, oh yeah, so I guess you need sex. Oh gosh, I remember those. Like I can still hear that echo because I'd lost the dream because of all of these things. I'd lost the dream of what our sexual intimacy could be. I lost the dream of what it meant to be a physical lover with my husband. And so I just relegated it to, yeah, I guess you need this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then he'd be like, not with that attitude. And so I'm like, fine, then we won't. And, and that was the dance. Like I can picture standing in our kitchen in our first home together, making that statement to you. One kid grabbing my leg, doing these things. And I'm just like, yeah, take it or leave it, dude. That was my attitude because there was no dream on what this could look like. And I, I want you to know that there is a dream inside of you and inside of your spouse for what you want the physical side of your marriage to look like. And, and for some of you, it's more, more, I was going to say more cussing. It's not more cussing. It's more cuddling and more kissing. When you put that <laughs> together, it's not more cussing, Kid, kissing and cuddling. Uh, for some of you, it's the intentional touch making out, slow dancing, sex. These are all those, that list, that all came from the one family. And I want to be really clear. And I feel like we need to keep saying this in this dream again series. And that's the dream that you have about being physical with your spouse. The dream that you have for your sexual intimacy doesn't have to look like what your friends do. 
It's your dream. It's your marriage. Don't compare yourself to how affectionate, you know, that husband is or that wife is or what they always seem to be touching or they're never touching. Whatever it is, stop looking outward and start looking inward because what the two of you need is so important. Yeah, and 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 you may be saying, but Tony and Elisa, you don't know what we've gone through, or but you don't know what what I've had to deal with, or but you don't know this. No, we don't know each and every one of you personally, and yet, think through this. Where where have you been? What do you what have you what are you willing to go do together in this area of your life? Mm-hmm. And what what are the steps that you're willing to go take together? And it may be a long journey. It may be tough. It may be rocky at times. It's not going to be smooth. We have 10 years of our lives behind these microphones. And many of you who have been listening to us for years have known the challenges that Elise and I have gone through. This isn't perfect. I don't live in a fairy tale la-la land. And yet I do believe that when we can come together in this area, we can find as a husband and a wife, as spouses, we can find a place where our dreams of being physical together come to light. Mm -hmm. And as Elisa said, what Elisa and I do and how we live our lives doing sex challenges and the intimacy lifestyle, where we have sex and how we, that's completely, maybe completely foreign to you. And not anything that you desire. And that's okay. Because I don't want you to be me. I want you to be you. Mm-hmm. I want you to be the, the, the person that God has made here. Because you add value to this world, to your spouse, to your marriage. So you got to take it and run. Mm-hmm. So, hey, maybe for you it is more kissing. What does that look like? How do we do that? What, and, and maybe your spouse doesn't want to do that as much. Okay, well, what's the dance that we're going to have to talk? How do, we, how do we go from no kissing at all to maybe we get one kiss, one nice long French kiss a week? Mm-hmm. You know, you may not be doing it once a day, but how do we get to that one a week maybe right now? And, you know, as we are talking through this, you have to know that touch matters. It matters in your marriage. It matters to your health. I and mean, we, we have an article called the six benefits of cuddling. And, and it talks about the fact in that article that, it, you know, touch reduces your blood pressure and, and your stress. It increases satisfaction both mm-hmm. in life and in your relationship. You sleep better. There are fewer distractions. That's just a few of them. But the thing is, is that we have to be aware of this on like the physiological level. And then we also have to get into the emotional level and we have to get to a place as couples. We have to be willing. It's not a have to, it's a willingness to explore this area, to explore what does it mean to dream again when it comes to the physical? And, and let's talk about what that looks like. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh. 
even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. So what is your dream for physical intimacy with your spouse? What is that? You know, you, you've been thinking it. Some of you have even said it, but what touches matter to you? The way that Tony likes to be touched and the way that I like to be touched, two different touches. Oh, yes. Two different touches, right? The, the way that you're, you're physical with your friends and the way that you're physical with your spouse, different touches. So what touches between husband and wife matter to you? Okay, I just want to say with your friends, I, I, I just want to make sure that we're, we're clear. Like for Elise and I, I, personally myself, grew up in an Italian family, man, you hugged everybody, you kissed everybody. I, I think I've shared this story before where we'd walk into a wedding hall, there'd be 300 people there. My dad would look at me, I'm probably like eight, nine, 10 years old, something of that nature. My dad would look at me and he goes, make sure you say hello and kiss everybody. I'm like, dude, you're crazy. But that's the world I grew up in. Friendships, I am the guy who will grab my buddy. I will hug him. We have many of friends who are women, both of us, and I will see them. I will hug them. No more than that. Like, let's make sure we have appropriate boundaries and guardrails around those when it Thank comes you. to physical touch. Thank Just you. Going to make that clear right here, right now. And again, the only reason I brought up friends was because you just have to have the realization of what does that touch look like and what matters inside your marriage right? How much or how little some of you really do enjoy a lot of touch. Some of you don't, that's okay. But you have to, you have to acknowledge that. What's the best time of day to be touched? Some of you have never thought about that, but you're Great like, question. I'm super like, touch me in the morning, but don't touch me at night when I've been all like, you know, especially moms of littles where they feel like by the end of the day, they are all touched out, mm-hmm. touched out, touched out, right? What? Like, know yourself before you're like griping to your spouse that you don't touch me or I've got a dream that you have to be able to like, here's who I am. And then, you know, it's kind of crazy, but there are two in the marriage. So what does your spouse desire when it comes to physical intimacy? What is their dream? Do you even know? Have you asked them? And have the two of you sat down and talked about it in a way that you both feel heard and understood? Because a lot of times what happens around this area of touch and being physical and sexual intimacy is that the conversations are so emotionally charged that it becomes like somebody is always on the defensive. Mm-hmm. Somebody's always on the offensive and somebody's always on the defensive instead of being like, hey, can we have a conversation about this? It's like, well, you don't or you always or you never. And just as a side note, if you use always or never when it comes to sex, your spouse, the minute that word comes out of your mouth, your spouse is thinking about the one time that that was not true. And in their mind, they're going, well, that's not true because here's the one time that I did it. So don't use always or never. And the other one I would say is, I don't know. Mm. Because you do know in some way, shape or form, your life has brought you to this point and you do know. You do know what you enjoy. You may not have expressed it yet or know how to express it. And so take Take some time. It's okay to be able to say, I like that. I don't like that. It's okay to be vulnerable with one another. Hopefully that's where you guys are. You're opening 
up around your sexual intimacy, around being physical with one another. And by doing so, you, you begin to go, oh, I do like that. Cool. Let's do that more. Uh, that doesn't feel as good. And it's not a rejection. Let me, let me make sure that we under we understand this too. And something I, I had to learn, especially as Elise and I began the intimacy lifestyle and having sex twice a week and and really working on this part of our our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, because the emotional that it, that sexual intimacy really intertwines a lot. In the beginning, she would say something like, no, not there. And I would take it personal, like, well, well, what do you mean? I've been doing that forever. And it was because we were willing to open up and be vulnerable with one another that I had to take her lead on those and not take it as a slight towards me. This wasn't about me. This was me serving my wife and making sure that she was pleased and pleasured in this moment and vice versa. Mm-hmm. There have been times when she's doing and I'm just like, Elisa, no, no that, that doesn't feel comfortable to me. And so being able to listen to them and say, oh, okay, I didn't know that. That that just as a an aside, we don't always have to be on the defensive and 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 get bristled up when our spouse may say something that truly can help us help help them and help us experience and enjoy that experience more. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I've been coaching with this couple and I've been watching their journey. And when I first started working with them, sex was like few and far between. And, and as they've been working on their emotional intimacy, as that dream changed, right? Which was you know the okay. second week that we talked about. I, d- I just want to kind of bring this all together in this yes. series. As that dream changed, as they started changing the words that they were speaking, as they started you know spending time in conversation, all of a sudden now they're actually spending more time together, mm-hmm. week three of the series, right? Or part three. And I, I was just talking to the wife the other day and she's sharing with me just the breakthrough that they've had in their sexual intimacy. So for those of you that think that the, this series is like all of these standalone shows, I'm actually going to you know push back and say it's not. These are all in a really, there's a reason we really focused in on these three segments of the intimacies, because when you look at this, they're all interrelated. When you get the dream in one area and when you start to take action in one area, it actually unlocks the next area. It, it provides that doorway to say, let's walk through this. Now, let's walk through that. And, and I'm watching this couple literally transform their marriage and their life right in front of my eyes. And it's incredible. But it's because they took action to dream again. They took the action to say, what could we be instead of where are we stuck and are we going to be stuck forever? Yeah. And and I just, I love that, you know, being physical is such a beautiful moment that we get to that we get to have mm-hmm. like it, it's being in the moment. And I think sometimes we get so riled up that there, there's so many blocks between us that we forget that when we got married and usually, you know, the guy standing up there and, and the bride comes down the aisle that there's such a, there's such a beautiful moment there where you get a touch Mm -hmm. and then the ceremony happens and you know, we say our I do's and then the officiant or the pastor or the minister or the priest or whoever is marrying you says, you may now kiss your bride. And, And it's in that moment that all the claps happen 
And it's interesting because there could be many other moments in that whole ceremony where a lot of clapping could be happening. Mm. And yet it's in that moment when we're physical with our spouse that everybody around that we've, that we've invited to this ceremony to, to see us start our journey as husband and wife, that's when they cheer. Mm-hmm. That's when they cheer. They, they, they stand up, they cheer, they whistle, they hoot, they holler because we become one. Right. And so as you look at this, as you begin to dream again, and especially about your physical and sexual intimacy, go big, go large, dream, dream dreams, go, go. What is it going to look like? Hey, it may take you a little while to get to that point. It's okay. We're all on a journey. Elisa and I are still on a journey and seasons come and seasons go. Our bodies change, our mental state changes, and yet have them. Go after them. We love you guys and, and we're truly excited as um, as we continue on this series. But first off, don't forget, get your dream card. Make sure you grab that so you can even, you can have your own dream card just for your physical intimacy. So make sure you go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash dream card. Actually, join us next week because we are starting a new series for the new year, more than a resolution. We're excited about that because we are going to kick off this new year with you guys and just excited for for the new hashtag. And I'm going to say that what our hashtag is now. So we're going to jump in to the new year with it. It's hashtag dream again. Let's dream again. Let's be the one family who's going to be out there. Who's going to be pushing the envelope for so much more in our lives and for those around us. So love you guys. Hashtag dream again. And we'll catch you next year. And when we start a new episode or a new series, love you guys.